Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, we, we're in the middle of a war, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're in the middle of a podcast war, and I don't know what I'm doing. So start off from the top, correct? Yeah. All right, I go by the name of Jay. And this is Johnny. And this is the Rhythm and Poetry Podcast, RAP for short. And on today's episode, we have a very, very special guest with us. Can yes. you please introduce yourself, sir? Ernie, Ernie. Uh, it's Ernie. Yo, what's good? What's, what is going on, Ernie? Now, Ignore what just happened 10 minutes ago. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so, for the people who are wondering at home, who are you and why should they care? Uh, rapper, content creator, influencer. I mean, my music is dope. It's energetic. Uh, I really, with my music, my goal is to just get people connected, get them going, get them turned. Because, I mean, everyone everyone loves a good time. Yeah. Uh, with the content, uh, crazy bars I've heard, I mean, we'll talk about it. But I really like creating a hip-hop community and really just showcasing independent artists. Because I'm an independent artist. I want everyone to grow. And it's just great to celebrate hip-hop, celebrate bars, and, yeah. and put people on. You know what's crazy with the crazy bars I heard? You did uh, one recently. Uh, hold on, hold on, Johnny, because not everybody knows who Ernie is, right? I know, but... I, it's crazy, like, what, what's that? Craziest bars, uh, crazy bars that I've heard. What's yeah. So uh, my label about a year ago, Trend Music, they are like, hey, man, if you want to make it in the industry, you got to pop on TikTok. So I was like, all right, I need to make a TikTok series. And I was trying different things, and I was like, man... I'm a rapper and I've heard a lot of crazy bars. Yeah. So I said crazy bars I've heard. And then part six, like hit a million views. And so ever since then, okay. I mean, we've been growing it. Um, I have 150K on TikTok, uh, 100K on Instagram. And there's some like really cool people who follow me on Instagram. Like oh, yeah, for sure. Baron Davis, Paul Pierce, uh, Sway in the Morning. Nice. Um, and I mean, obviously, I post a lot of dope rappers and they've commented or hit me back. Um, like me and Sway, I mean, Sway's DMs, which is kind of crazy to say. <laughs> yeah, but, for real. Awesome. Yeah, but, um, you ain't got yeah. the answer, Sway. You ain't- <laughs> it's like, I'm coming up there, man. I rap too. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a really cool journey. It's been really cool to like make a community and like yeah. get like stands about content. Cause like people care about bars as y'all know. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine creating a whole podcast just based off that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is awesome, man. Uh, I've actually, uh, I've seen you on on my gram, and I was like, "Wow!" Like, hold on. Was, when I first saw, when I first saw that, I never put you in yeah th- the that IG page. Is it an IG page or yeah. is this your page? IG I think, pa- it's, I think an it's an IG, IG page, page and yeah. TikTok. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like I met this guy before. <laughs> <laughs> was, oh shit! It's Arnie, bro. Like, yeah. Oh, I met him. Um, like uh, I stated earlier that um. The first time I got to meet you was at the podcast in PBRs. Yeah. And you just had an amazing energy with you, like. You and I were talking like if we've been knowing each other for a while, and it was like it's not that many people that you could just sit down and be like, "Wow, we could go on and on on a conversation," yeah. especially about music. Like, yeah, yeah for real. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's the one thing about music, and that's why we created the podcast. Is just like music brings us together. Music brings out the conversation in us. Music brings out uh, uh, the our philosophies and our ideologies, and without even, us even knowing it, like it t- it tells stories about us. Yeah. So uh, I think it's just crazy that, you know, we could just get to conversating about music like that. Yeah. Um, tell us, how did you get started with the music? Man, so I've been rapping for a minute. I mean, I was a kid in high school on the cafeteria tables 
like uh, I think it's the star test in Texas. Yeah. But in Michigan, we had the MME because I'm from Detroit. So oh, at my cool. like at my high school, like I did like the star test like rap to get people going to study. <laughs> it was like the MME, MME. No. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was just trying to get the cloud up, you know. Yeah. No. But uh, so I did that in high school, and then like I mean college, like you know I was rapping, doing shows, open up for people, but like. I was always rapping to try to get into frat parties. Yeah. Like, like some dude's like, hey, bro, who do you know here? Like, girls only. And I'm like, bro, I'm going to rap about you right now, Chad. You looking <laughs> like a dad. Like, you know, just like <laughs> yeah. crazy stuff like that. But I feel like I moved to Texas uh, three years ago and just met the right people. And it's really taken off since then. And yeah, I mean, I just love making music. I love connecting with people. And like all my songs, all my music, it's it's authentic. It's who I am. Like, PD Light, I like I wouldn't be here without this drink. Yeah. So I made <laughs> two songs about it. Like it's just it's just real life. And uh yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I was gonna ask if you were a Texas native because you don't sound yeah. like a Texas yeah. native. Yeah. Which was like you answered it for me. Um <laughs> who in what 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 musicians influenced you to become an artist? Or who influenced you who influences you today? So that's that's a really good question because who influenced me like to start like I mean Childish Gambino that's that's my oh, goal yeah, like uh, like people yeah. people keep people people keep asking like the young uh, basketball players like oh LeBron is the goat but Paul George is my goat yeah and obviously like Bino's not the goat but that's my goat because yeah. he like paved a way where it's like man you could you could do it a different way you can be a different rapper uh, Big Sean I mean oh, I'm from yeah. I'm from Detroit from Detroit okay. and like I mean. Sean Don is like, you know, he put on, he's motivational, he's inspirational, uh, but he also has fun with it. And then, I mean, just his motivational stuff, his aura, like, always tapped in with that. So that's probably, like, two of the big influences that really got me started. Who, like, um, motivates me, inspires me now? I mean, it's so many different people now. I mean, like, when you really do a deep dive and you look at, like, studying the art of, like, Eminem. And then when you move to Texas and, like, man, like, like Bun B, like, oh, Paul yeah. Wall. I mean, like... Like the Houston rappers, I mean the Dallas scene, I mean the rappers out of Fort Worth, like some of my peers, like it's just it's really crazy to see how everyone does it and who you can like say, oh man, I like the way they did that. I like what they did with that performance, you know. And like when I moved here, I wasn't really hanging around musicians like that and like rappers. But when I got here, like it's really like iron sharpens iron. Like when you're around people that do what you do, oh, like yeah. and like I saw with the podcast community, right? Yeah, like, yeah. When you're around it, it's like oh snap, I need to like. Man, this feel like this feel like summer league. This feel like two a days. I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta step it <laughs> It's so funny that you that you say that, right? Because like, I've been around other artists too, and it's it's completely different. Because I used to do music as well. It's completely different than the podcasting. The podcasting is very, very welcoming. Yeah, very yeah, yeah. open arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say the same about the music. Scene. Were you in Dallas or Fort Worth? No, I was <laughs> definitely Fort Worth. So really? Maybe Dallas was a little different. I can't speak yeah. to Dallas, but I I was also a lot younger when I was making music, so it was very competitive. It was very uh, it was very Kendrick Lamar control type of energy when yeah. it came to other artists. It's like I mean, it's like okay, you're cool, but I'm gonna shut you down, or like it, like the, the only way to get on was I I believe through rap beefs, and I was like. I mean, we we can't do rap yeah, beats all the I mean, time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that because I've, I've been in scenes like that, like college. Like, I mean, like, I feel like Detroit is such a different scene than Fort Worth and Dallas because it's like you have pockets, but people still like help each other. And like you got the beefs and you got the people that don't like you. Like that's music yeah. and that's competition. But I feel like Fort Worth, especially like here, Fort Worth, I mean, what they've done with the mixers, 
I mean, I always shout out Tom Martins, uh, shout out that whole team, visit Fort Worth. I mean, like people, I tell people all the time, Amplify 817, this place is so unique where you can tap into the community. Like I'm on Amplify 817, people don't understand what that is. Like that's run by the Fort Worth Library to put 817 musicians on. See, I've seen the Amplify 817, but I didn't know what it was. I mean, the, the stuff they've done for me, gotten me shows, uh, literally paid me to promote my art, to make my art. Oh, um giving me opportunities. I mean, media training. Like, people don't apply for stuff like that or tap into the people running that. Like, shout out to Teresa Rita. You guys are angels. Like, people need to tap into that. And this is, like, I had a homie from Ohio hit me up. Like, bro, you know about M5817? Like, I'm already on there. Like, it is, like, (laughs) one of the rare things in the world that a public library is going to promote their art like that. Um, And here for Fort Worth, same thing. I mean, like, just the Fort Worth community, like, it's really tight-knit. And obviously, we're all musicians. We're all competing to make the best music. But it's a really rare opportunity to say, like, man, I'm tapped in with the city. Yeah, because, uh, like, you know, I'm not from Fort Worth, but coming into Fort Worth, like, I felt, like, more welcomed and, like, oh, my gosh, like, people actually want to see what I'm doing. It's not like, oh, I hate you. You need to stay back. It's like they were welcoming Are you saying me Dallas in. is a hostile environment? So, yeah, <laughs> it, it kind of is. They, they do be hating on each other. And I, wow. I, I'm trying. This is the first time I hey, hear about that, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's funny. I, I wow. want to change that because I do know rappers in Dallas, and I want to mm. get them to, like, collab with each other. Yeah. Well, you know what's crazy is, like, I'm I'm very, I'm a, I'm a Fort Worth native. Yeah. I love my city. And I think. It's it's very cliche to you know love the city that you're from because that's all you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But genuinely, genuinely, a lot of great talent has came out of Dallas, and it's like the Fort Worth in me is like, oh, there's <laughs> there's better artists here in Fort Worth, but yeah, not yeah. like I would be shunning myself out to so much talent. Yeah, it's it's just so interesting as a transplant because I mean I like Fort Worth reminds me a lot of Detroit, like blue collar city, like. Uh, chip on your shoulder like hard work you know yeah. and then I mean Dallas like like Detroit and Chicago have a little rivalry like sports naturally Midwest oh, and yeah. Chicago's you know you know the New York of the Midwest whatever metropolis and like I understand that it's like a different state it's uh two different areas it's literally different cultures but Fort Worth and Dallas hate each other and y'all 35 minutes from each other yeah. and I know there's history behind it but yeah, it's like yeah. it gets closer every day by the way yeah. <laughs> be an hour i'm like did that get closer what the fuck is Man, going on shoot, probably geography like for real bro y- y'all still annexing land in 2023 like it's crazy but i mean you know like it, it is what it is and there's history behind it but it's just really interesting to me as a transplant and i mean like i like people like man which like i love fort worth like fort worth loves me i love fort worth you know but i mean dallas is a completely different market a different city yeah. to tap into and it's 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 just a phenomenon it's just because they have the Cowboys. Anyway, no. No, I'm going to start beefing with Dallas. Bro, po- I'm only beefing with podcasters, okay? Nah, it's crazy. I met some girl in Dallas. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, what you do? I was like, I, I rap, you know, I got a label in Fort Worth. She's like, Fort Worth? They got Cowboys out there? I'm like, girl. Yeah, a lot of people think, even with just Texas in general, yeah, people I just, think I just, we I just get on my horse and go to We're 20 minutes away. What yeah. the fuck are you doing? Like, for real. Like, you have crazy. to go to like what? The, the stockyards to go find the yeah. newest cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Um. So you moved to Texas at what age? Oh, damn. I don't even remember. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. But let's say 20. you went to college over there or over here? Yeah, so I went to Michigan State. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it was probably, what, after college? Yeah, right after college. Um, did you have that stereotype that we all had horses? 
Um, <laughs> I expected. He expected everybody to work expected it to, <laughs> I expected it to be a little more country. Like, um, and then I drove to Houston and Austin. I was like, ah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. 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 It's country. The they just have, you yeah. know, spokes on their. <laughs> on their Cadillacs. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you just got to drive an hour out. <laughs> I, I think I think the one advantage too, and you could probably testify to this because you, you're you outside, you, you're originally outside of Texas. Yeah. Texas has a lot of multiple states within our one state. Yeah, <laughs> it's huge. It's, it's what it feels like, right? It, because huge. Dallas is a different scene. Uh, Austin is a different scene. Yep. Houston is a different scene. Yep. Fort Worth is a different scene. Yeah. Um, I haven't been to San Antonio, but I've heard that's different too. Oh, yeah, yeah it is. It, yeah. yeah. It's, so, a, it's definitely a different vibe. Texas, Texas has its own culture. I tell people, it, they it, ask me, it's like, it's, it's so, not, it's not Southern. It's not, it's just So Texas. with that being said, how did you find your culture here? Um, I think I just met the right people. Um, like, like really working with Trend, working with Ron, working with Blake, working with Mitch. Um, I just really like started to meet people and it's like, it's a classic, like, it's not what you know, it's who you know, but it's really who knows you, Yeah, you know? And once you start making those connections, you get opportunities. Yeah. And I feel like people don't put themselves out there enough. Um, and people don't tap into their resources. Right. Like I can't speak on that, uh, enough. Like there's been certain people just because I've met them a couple times been around said hi was cool yeah it's like oh here's a show or here's an opportunity or oh let's let's hop on the track let's work now that we got a little bit of sense of who ernie is <laughs> yeah what separates you from other artists oh man my live shows are an experience like if you've been to an ernie show you know uh it's just different um i freestyle at all my shows like legitimately uh we just had a show in austin it's like the vibe and the energy, I mean, I just love performing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like you're in the entertainment business to entertain. Like, I'm a, I'm a freestyle and shout you out. I mean, I'm going to bring the energy on every performance. Um, yes, I've seen I've seen some of your clips. You get you getting pretty high. Yeah, like we've, <laughs> we've had some lit shows. Um, and I think the music is, is, is relatable. I mean, I tell my story. Like, I take my phone away when I'm drunk. Don't drunk text your ex. Like, yeah, no. that shit happened. Like, I was like, man, how is he able to turn a meme into a whole song? Like, yeah. And then, like, I mean, Petey, like, like, I've told this story before, but, like, I had a song called Fonzie. We shot the music video. Um, and then the night I took my homie mates out, like, this girl got in a fight at Ampersand. Like, we, oh, I was holding back this girl. I should, I, I don't want to post a video, but... Like, yeah. I was literally holding back this but girl. But he will. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. She was like, what the fuck? No, but anyway. I mean, it was, it was years ago. But, yeah, like, literally, yeah. like, I was holding back this girl um, in the club from fighting because she was, like, the fifth wheel in her group. And she was, these girls was going crazy. Anyway, and then the next day she said, uh, she's like, snap me, I'm hungover. And I was like, I'm hungover, too. And she put up the PD light oh, and we oh, made a song. Ernie, hmm. what's a fifth wheel? A fifth wheel? <laughs> Which, like, like there was... There, I heard of a third wheel. You know? <laughs> it's the same thing. Like, there's wow. it's, it's two couples and a You know a how bad it's got to be for you to be the third, the fifth, fifth wheel? wheel? I mean, I just like... Because, yeah. like, her, the girl she was with, the two boyfriends were holding back their girls, yeah. and she was just by herself, just punching, like, three girls. And I was like, oh, man. Good. <laughs> and I'm, like, holding her back, like, yo, like, hey. So, what... what I, I still want to get to know you, but let's find a little. Let, let's know more more about Ernie. Okay, through the music. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned um, Childish Gambino. You yeah. mentioned Big Sean. Mm -hmm. Are are they in your top five? 
Uh, ooh, top five favorites. Yeah, top five like goats is the best ever. Nah. Who's who's in your top five? Oh man, that's a good question. Um, I've been wanting to know this. And who's at your bottom five? <laughs> bottom five, man. That's a question. Because bottom five is like I enjoy them, but it's like like bro, like musically. Hmm. But um, okay, top five. Um, I just want them to shit on people that were winning. Yeah. <laughs> like I heard your podcast. <laughs> uh, top five: Biggie, Pac, Eminem, and I'll go Kendrick and Drake. I feel like that is, yeah. And then like. There's some honorable mentions. I feel bad. Like you, you gotta put three stacks up there. Oh um, yeah, for sure. Like you gotta put three stacks up there. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's the top five. So you being from Detroit, mm-hmm. is there it? What what is your views and your feelings towards the Eminem? Oh, Eminem's. I mean, okay, Eminem's one of the goats. He's one of the best rappers ever. Yeah. But I also think as like as 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 an artist, as a black artist, I feel like. You have to say, like, okay, like, his sales are where they're at, you know, because, like, he is, like, a fight. Yeah. I mean, he's he's, yeah. he's, he's he's the black quarterback, right? Like, we love black quarterbacks because they've, you know, they beat the odds. They've done what people said they couldn't do. He's the black quarterback. He's the white rapper. Yeah. Like, that's a good equivalency, I say. It's like, why? Like, why do we love Michael Vick so much? Because he made that. Donovan McNabb. Like, all those black quarterbacks, that's why we love them. The same thing with Eminem. Like... He's gonna have mass appeal, but I mean, he is he is the goat. And like at, I mean, I went I went to Michigan State with his daughter. And, oh, you did for real? Yeah. <laughs> and actually, his you better watch out for. He makes a song about you. No, no, no. <laughs> all, all respect. Yeah. I'm not in JK. All respect. But uh, also, his manager Rosenberg came and spoke to us at school too. And I mean, he had a lot of a lot of insight, a lot of good advice. Nice. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Eminem's up there. I, I guess I, I'm not too mad at your top five. I, I I never understand when someone puts Biggie up there, but I, I can see the potential of Biggie being in the top five, but not actually getting to it. Top ten, I've always thought Biggie, but I'm not uh, mad at Biggie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's you, so. I, I what I'm I I don't want to say it's just strictly because they're from Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. Because Eminem and uh, Big Sean. Yeah, but I. It seems like you have a particular type of music that you listen to. Yeah. Very lyrical, miracle. I, I, what, what would we put Big Sean in that category? I mean, he's pretty cool. much. He's yeah, very yeah. lyrical. Yeah, he is. Um, he's got bars. Like he's, yeah. he's really good with the wordplay. But lyrical, I'm debating on saying that he's very lyrical, miracle. Um, yeah, I feel like I listen to all types of music, but I also, as a musician, I understand quality, and I can listen to like almost anything. But like when it comes to top five, top five, you still have to say, okay, can they spit? Because like I mean, there's a lot of dudes you listen to that you can enjoy their music, but oh, yeah. are they spitting? Are they spitting bars? And it's like, mm, nah. And I still think the superstars in the game, like they might be like sonically, you know, or have some auto tune or whatever, but they still got bars. Like the best songs are still songs oh, yeah. that are written. Like I think Lil Uzi Vert success. And what Juice World would have been, rest in peace. Like yeah, his peace. his lyrics, like you, those are great. That's great songwriting. Those are bars. What he was saying, how he was resonating with people, and that's why like his death like hurt me so much because I was like, man, this is like the next rap superstar, megastar, where it's like 
dog. He's got he's got the kids. He's got the lyrics. He's got the freestyle ability. Oh yeah, he has it for real. I mean, he had he had everything, and I think like. Like X too. I I I think like this generation, like people are talking about hip hop now because Uzi just went number one and it was the longest that hip hop didn't go number one. It's like man, thirty years. Yeah, they yeah, lost a lot of stars early. Like X X was gonna be a superstar. Oh, Pop yeah. was gonna be a superstar. Yep. I mean, I mean, Lil Peep had a cult following. So I mean, there's a lot of dudes that came up, and I mean, like Harlow. Like give Jack Harlow his respect. Like was was the album. A letdown, yeah, but he he built that stardom. But oh, I yeah. think like X Pop and Juice World, if they were still alive, their potential was was through the roof, through the roof. Yeah, you kind of you kind of gauge where they like where they start off, and then you kind of see the trajectory of where their career is going to go. Yeah, I, all three of those individuals, you are absolutely correct. I feel like they would have made it far, and they would have potentially been the wanes of the next generation. Yeah. Like. And what I mean, Wayne, I mean, I, Wayne is an amazing artist, but I think yeah. Wayne just had that category where it was just knock, stop, consec- uh, consecutive music. And they, I feel like definitely X. And I don't know where, where we would put uh, Pop Smoke in that conversation. I don't know how. I, I He was, to me, a very unique story. Yeah. Um, but X and uh, Juice World, they related to their generation so much that I feel like they could have just kept going with the music and so much... Uh, Created the soundtrack of people's lives, really. Yeah. So, Wayne, Wayne and Hove too. Damn, I can't. Yeah. I forgot to mention yeah. them. I mean, <laughs> for sure, top ten for show. Disappointed. Don't 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 put that clip in the room. <laughs> you hear that, Wayne? Whenever you start working with Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you see yourself five years from now? Oh, five years from now. I mean, I I'm gonna be touring. Um, I'm be doing the whole thing. I mean, I want to tour state to state. I want to be living off my music. I want to be like the like one of those people in the culture, like with the music and the content and like a fan base. Like I really think there's going to be something special where it's like, man, like we talk about a lot of, like I've seen a lot of black creatives like, oh, they started off on Vine and they're like multi-platinum producers now. Or, you know, I've we know a couple of influencers through Trend and through people. It's like, man, like this is what they do for a living. They influence and they make music. Like, DDG, um, Pontiac DDG, I mean, he's from not too far from where I'm from. He went to Central Michigan for a year or two. And, I mean, he was a YouTuber. And now he's a rapper, you know, I mean, uh, dating Haley. And it's like, yo, like, that's that's where I see myself in in five years as an artist, uh, creator, just really someone who's, who's in the culture. Yeah. I like that answer. I liked it a lot. You, that, It seemed like you had that already in the tuck, as in, like, you are very... You are already a visionary and you already, it It sounds like you already have this planned out. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you're just taking the necessary steps to get to there. Yeah. Like, Bino's my goat. Like, Donald Glover's my goat. Like, rapper turned actor. I've, 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 said, I've said that bars for years. Rapper turned I, I actor. I always think, as a, as a human being, to have multiple times like that can hurt you as well. I mean, like, <laughs> and Bino has... A line where he says, y'all saying I'm the, uh, like me rapping is like MJ in baseball, but that makes me MJ, so motherfuck all y'all. Dang. And I resonate with that. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, you could call me the MJ of baseball, but that still makes me MJ. Yeah. yeah. Um, The reason I say that, too, is just like, because I, I feel like Charles Gambino needs to be higher than a lot of other people's rankings. Like, 
And but I think it's the fact that he's doing a little bit of everything that's kind of holding him back. Like yeah. he's great at everything he does, but he's not one hundred percent at everything he does. Yeah, because I mean, that's that's just the human. That's the human capability, right? Mm-hmm. You, um, I, what's that saying? It's the 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 something along the lines of uh, what's that saying? It's on the tip of my tongue. The, yeah, it's gonna come back to you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, something about a master of one, jack oh. of all trades, uh. Jack of all trades, but not a master of one. But, or like, uh, you, but a ma- uh, something along the lines. Like you fear the man who's done a thousand. You fear the man more that's done one punch a thousand times than done a thousand punches one time. Like yeah. type, I, and I feel that. And I feel like sports, especially like there's special athletes that can do both. Yeah. But obviously, like the specialized athlete is going to be the greatest. Because I might show, I show my, I might show my age on this one. But Timothy Delaghetto, does that resonate with oh. any interview individuals? Yeah. 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 He was a comedian. Yeah. He was uh, somewhat of an actor. He yeah. was a, definitely a very talented uh, rapper. Yeah. Uh, now podcaster. Now podcaster. Yeah. But I think having multiple lanes, I think you could be respected in different lanes and yeah. reach a bigger circle. But your the one punch that you do throw, let's let's say music, it's like ah, I don't. I'm not really looking for him as music. I might yeah. be looking for him in his podcast yeah. or yeah. his acting or in his skits and, and stuff like that. And I feel that. And like I mean, I feel like sports definitely because sports. I mean, physically you have a time limit. Yeah. Like you have like um, an era where it's like, all right, bro, you're 38. You're not you're not running a four four anymore. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but with creative creativity and music and lanes like man like you know i can rap for the next 20 years and become an actor and then pull a ronald reagan and become president you know like like there's like there's time for that or like you know like a bunch of athletes go on to office like kobe rest in peace like bro he was about to what he won an oscar you know for film so and for different things like that so like i feel like as a creative you have time and you have a career plan but you have to be consistent and then when you find something, strike while the pan is hot. Like if your podcast starts going crazy and Barstool hits you up, bro, you pounce on that, right? You know? I try. You know? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, should have complex is like, hey, yo, what's up? Y'all going to be like, yup. All right. Now, uh, if you don't mind, if I'm being mm. very intrusive, yeah. let's talk about your mindset, your mind, your mind state when you're going into making music. Uh-huh. What is the process? Oh, man. I mean, we have different processes. I've done where it's like, all right. Man, Ron, I wrote this song, bro. We need a beat. We get a beat. We calculate it. And I mean, we literally, I've like Ernie mode. That song was just someone said something to me at, at a party. And I was like, oh, damn, I'm in Ernie mode. And it's like, oh, let's make this a song. Made the hook, grabbed the beat, finished the verse. And it's like, that's how we did it. And then, I mean, I have a couple producer friends who send me beats constantly and like take my phone away. I had that beat for probably like months. And then, you know, something happened and it's like, man, I want to write this song. I mean, that song took probably, what, two days? Yeah. Like, it was, it was like, really easy. It just came out and it was like, oh, all right, this works. So do you, do you write, like, before the beat or you write when you hear the beat? I've done both. All right. Yeah. I've done both. Um, Ron yeah. thinks it's a little unorthodox how, <laughs> how some of us. No, I, 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 definitely, I definitely get the, get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of some of my favorite songs have been written first, and then we find a beat later. Yeah, yeah. like that whole I forgot what song it was. I think it was on the damn album by Kendrick Lamar, where Kendrick was just spitting crazy fast, and uh, his producer didn't know what the fuck to do, so he just found, found a little yeah. like a found loop that went with it well. Yeah. Um, 
it's going to go down in music history, but the, it's just the way it was done. I could definitely understand making the lyrics first and then tailoring a beat around your lyrics. Yeah. Um, but what is your preferred method? I don't know, man. I mean, I've like I've been in the studio a minute, but I just like I feel like as a creative, you just get bursts of inspiration, and where it's like, damn, I'm I'm gonna make like five songs in a weekend, and it's like, oh man, this is going on an album, this is going on an album, this is going on an album, and then like sometimes you're like, man, you've been in the studio for like an hour and like nothing's clicking, like. Like, Ron talked about it on a podcast he was on. Like, music is a living being. Like, you got to feel it. Yeah. And, like, that sounds, like, kind of crazy, but it, it's... it's No, like it's really, completely understandable. Yeah, it's it's true. Like, you really have to feel feel the energy, feel the vibe, and, like, go with it. You can't force stuff sometimes, you know? And it's it's tough, like, today's age, because people are like, oh, consistency, consistency. You got to drop one song every week. Yeah. Or, you know, like, the mixtapes, bro. Like, you got to be in the studio. And, like, and, like, I get it. Like, I mean, the biggest... Poets and creatives do that. Like, Maya Angelou, every morning she got up and wrote for two hours. Yeah. No matter what she did that day. And, like, that's the, like, dedication you need to make your your hobby a career. But it's also, like, sometimes you just have to go with the flow. And I, I'm i a big person on duality of doing both things where it's like, yo, like, I'm going to do this like that. And I'm going to do this like that. And it's going to both be successful. When you're in the studio, do you need, like, people around or do you need to be by yourself? Or how do you, how do you, how are you in the studio? Uh, it depends on what type of track. The the more intimate, deeper tracks, I definitely kind of like to be by myself because it's like just stay focused and like let's get this done, let's get it out. Yeah, you know, um, like 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 party tracks and more fun tracks. I'm like, yeah, like let's get people in the studio, let's get people to hear this. Like, hey, y'all hear it is like, yeah. you know, yeah. get the vibe that way. Yeah, it's it's really different. Now, I don't. I'm not gonna put out your government. <laughs> <laughs> By any means. You're talking about Ernie? I am talking about Ernie. <laughs> what, how did the name? So um, Ernie is a high school nickname. Uh, Ernie Davis is the uh, first black Heisman winner. And the movie The Express came out when I was going into, I was in middle school, high school, around there. And uh, so a coach, shout out Coach Leo, he just said, hey, Ernie, uh, yo, Ernie Davis, that's you. And I was like, all right, we're going to run with it. <laughs> so people have been calling me Ernie for years. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I was the first podcast to get that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All these clips going to drop. Like, what, is, oh. what is Ernie Day? Ernie Day is a celebration. Um, so we did it last year. Uh, here Fort Worth uh, sponsored the event, helped us out, helped us with the location. We're actually downtown. It, it, it doesn't exist anymore. It was a visit center downtown next to Sundance Square. And, I mean, we had a party for my birthday. Um, we had Pedialyte shots. Um, we had a bartender come in. Uh, we had a couple different artists, uh, Dank, uh, Brendan Cole, Roan. Uh, we had some great performances. I mean, a lot of people showed up, and it was just a great celebration. Um, this year, July 29th, we're, we're doing bigger and better. Uh, we got a couple sponsors. We're about to announce the full lineup. We have a lot of featured guests. Um, Kai Woods, Fospeco. We got a couple more guests that will be announced. And it's just going to be a blast. It's going to be a great concert over at Cicada. Starts at 8 p.m. Definitely pull up. And if you've seen an Ernie show, man, it's going to be an event. What's the date? Uh, July 29th. July 29th. Ladies and gentlemen, put that down in your calendar. Yeah. Pin that in. Yeah. Where, where will it be at? Yeah. We're going to turn up. I said, where, where will it be at? Uh, the Cicada. Cicada. Right. The Cicada, uh, South Main in Fort Worth. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I think we ran through our questions, Johnny. Now, Now that we know who Ernie is... When are you dropping an album? 
Ooh, that's a good <laughs> well, question. Well, that was actually the last question. I was like, hold on, everything's been checked uh, off. Yeah. What is this? An album? <laughs> yes. So let's talk about the dirty. Hey, so I have a couple singles coming out: July, August, September, October. So already done. Um, so we're probably working on. I have some songs for an album. So we've started working on it, and we're probably gonna drop it early next year. You know, we wouldn't be doing our jobs, right? If we were, if we were to overlook this whole album conversation, yeah. What's a, what's a, what's gonna be on the album? Is it gonna be the multiple singles that you put out, or is it gonna be? Are you leaning towards a concept album? It's gonna or, be a lot of new songs, and it's really gonna tell a story. It's gonna tell the story of myself, and it's gonna get deep. And like people around me. Like, how I make my music, I'm going to have to warn them, like, hey, you're going to be on this album. Like, straight yeah, up. Yeah. Like, like, hey, like, the, the topics we talk about, like, I can't make something that's not authentic. So it's really going to tell my story, tell about who I am, talk about, you know, Detroit to Fort Worth. I just moved to the South. Like, all of that is going to get on the album. But it's going to be all new songs. Like, I just want to make an album that's like, oh, like, who is Ernie? Just press play. Because I think a lot of my music, you like, oh, like, this is cool. Or like, oh, this is about an event. But you're really going to know who I am, yeah. what I stand for. Like, Ernie wants to entertain, educate, and inspire. And I feel like I want to showcase all of that. And you can't do that with a single. Yeah. But with no, the album, so. you can see it. Like, like I used to perform my Trayvon interlude at every show. And people don't, haven't seen that in a little while, yeah. you know. But on an album, I can I could talk about all that. And people really get to see, like, oh, this is Ernie. Who's jumping on the album with you? Uh, we're still working on that. Ooh, is it classified or is it? It's classified. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody exciting? Yeah, yeah. We have a couple of local artists already collabing, and uh, and we got something in the works too. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of want to lead into a conversation, kind of based off uh, one of your projects, which is the uh, craziest bars I've heard. Mm-hmm. What is the craziest thing you've seen in hip hop? Craziest thing I've seen in hip hop. Whether it's in your personal life or things that you've seen, one of one of my instances, uh, I guess I'll start it off that way. You can kind of get an idea. Drake just recently had a concert where he was next to a hologram of yeah. himself. I didn't even and, know it was a hologram. I thought it was just a person. And the yeah. hologram gave him a book. Yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, how did they my do mind that? was blown. <laughs> like, how the fuck did that happen? Um, that's a whole subject on its own. Yeah. Like I wanted to see what, what, y'all, what y'all thought about the holograms being introduced into the concert. Is it cheating people? Like you could obviously Drake did it in a cool in a cool way, but having would you go to Las Vegas to go see a Tupac show? Okay, I'm okay with how he did it, but me personally, I don't like the the Tupac holograms and like stuff like that. I'm like. I don't know if it's because, you know, I grew up in a church, but just let those people rest. Yeah. Like, that's my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, because it's like, it's like, if you have, I, I would not be comfortable watching a Biggie hologram. Like, but if, like, Snoop Dogg's like, hey, I would have my younger self pull up or, like, how Drake did it, that's cool because that's a creative choice by the artist. Yeah. But, like, you're telling me, like, Michael Jackson's estate signed off for you to watch Michael Jackson? And, like, then, they, and then they're going to make it into a whole tour and it's like, if you really think situation. about it, if you yeah. really think about it, they're just watching the stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you're watching it, like like how like a lot of rappers like, man, don't don't play my don't play my vocals, man. They could do that at the crib. I gotta rap to these folks. Yeah. Like it's like the hologram. Like bro, like if I want to hear a Tupac album, I can bump it. But so let's say let's say we want to go see Wayne, right? Yeah, we went to go see Wayne, and Wayne's chilling in his crib, and everybody's in the <laughs> arena. Would you feel cheated? Would that be yeah. the equivalent of lip syncing? 
Of course. I mean, it's a great if it, if people pay for that good business move. I'm all good for people getting the getting the bread. But as a fan, as a as you know, as a you know, as a rapper, as a artist, like nah, like bro, get up on stage and and and, and perform. perform for real. But if people are willing to pay for that, shoot, hey, <laughs> I'm part of them. I'm not, but they can. <laughs> Yo. So yeah, let, 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 let's stay with the the craziest things you've seen in hip hop. Oh man, that's tough. Um, I mean, <laughs> rap. I don't know what's like the craziest thing I've seen because rappers, rappers are doing crazy shit. The antics, like yeah. I mean, just like I mean, rapper time. I'm guilty of it. I'd be showing up late. I've gotten a lot better though. But I know rappers who still show up to studio sessions two hours late, three hours late, like. And no one cares or bats an eye. Like I'm not that bad. Yeah. Um, but is like, that true? Uh, is yeah, that true? Okay. Yeah. No, I've gotten better. Yeah. <laughs> Rones, Rones nodding for everyone. I've gotten a lot better. Nah. But like, um, and then rappers are real particular about a lot of stuff. Like, I feel like people get opportunities, and it's like, man, like you don't treat this like a business, but it is. Yeah. You don't treat this like a profession, but it is. If you want it to be. Yeah. Like, just, just like. People not responding to stuff. People not getting back to you. People not following up. And it's like, hey, like, it's like, dang, like, like you just ghosted me like I'm a Tenderello from 2015, bro. Like, <laughs> I think a lot of people think they're bigger than they actually are. That too. I mean, there's like, I, mean, a, I feel like there's a lot of things that go into that. Like, one, yeah, you could probably think that you're a lot bigger than you, what you really are. Two, you could just see it as a hobby and it's not that important to yeah. you. It's a, different levels of, uh, of, importance to people yeah when i did it i took it serious like if i was actually gonna live off the shit yeah and other people was like oh bro i was i didn't want to get up yada 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 like yeah it's 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 a multiple it's a it's a multiple thing it's just it's tough yeah yeah but like um i think craziest things are shows i've seen um i went to drake versus wayne on that tour that was what 2014 i think and bro they literally like competed against each other that show was super cool, and they had literally had an app where you voted like who did this better. Like I seen the clips Wayne. of the of them like doing the verses, yeah. but I didn't know you had, you had you just got an app and you did see who won. Or whatever. Yeah, like you were giving them like power ups and stuff. Todd Gambino did that too. Um, I was at the Dollar and a Dream tour with J Cole. Man, I wish I could have went there, bro. That was crazy. <laughs> uh, back in Detroit, um, uh, yeah, I went with this girl, and it was literally like if you if you know Detroit, like basically like I'm trying to think of Main Street in Fort Worth. Basically, we went to like. It was like 2 p.m. on a Saturday, and we just went to the main street in yeah. Detroit, Woodward Avenue. It was like, all right, he's about to announce it. And he would just tweet out the location. We scooped up, uh, and we were people were running to get this ticket. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it was only a dollar. Yeah. So you, you, got your, you got your little wristband. You paid a dollar, and he's like, all right, come back. And he, he had just dropped Born Center, but he's like, man, if you came to see me for a dollar and you know, canceled all your plans for today— we going to do all the tr- classics. So he did like Friday Night Lights. I mean, like who that? Mm-hmm. Like it was just so cool. And it was like he could he could have sold out a stadium at that point. Oh, yeah. But he's this is like a thousand people venue. Yeah. So it was super intimate. That was super cool. Um, what else is crazy? Oh, I did a show with Toby and Wigway when I was in college um, before he was Toby, like before he popped off. Um, the motivational speaker et the hip-hop preacher came to michigan state every week so i went to his series like like it was a class of motivation and toby was around working for him yeah so like i remember going on stage and i was performing like songs i wouldn't even play y'all right now yeah. but uh <laughs> it was like yeah man i'm gonna kill this like, all right bro you got it it was like, yeah and you know he was just toby back then but 
it's cool to see him blow up. And it's been funny to like post him and be like, yeah, like I, like I met this dude before he was him. <laughs> Would you ever work with a ghostwriter? Would I ever work with a ghostwriter? I got to write my own shit, like a straight up ghostwriter. I don't think so. Like, would I co-write or collaborate with people? Yeah. Because, I mean, that's how, like, songs are done and, like, how people, like, collaborate. But am I ever going to be like, oh, some dude just sent me a song and I'm just going to rap it word for word or change, like, one or two words? Like, nah. But, like, if someone wanted to, like, co-write or collaborate, like, yeah, yeah, we do that. Also, I think you're also speaking from, like, how early it is in your career. Yeah. Um, You're still on the road to try to become a very successful artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're definitely ahead of other people. Uh, you're getting to, you, you have a whole day, you have a show, you you have music out yeah. where other people are trying to find their lane. Um, so maybe it's a little too early, but could you ever see yourself being like, all right, like I made the songs, I made everything that's me. Mm-hmm. Now let's work with a ghostwriter or collaborate with somebody out they could do a verse and I could adjust it, yada, yada, yada. You ever see that in the tuck for you? I don't know. I mean, I could ghostwrite for someone, that's for sure. Mm. Um, well, what are your thoughts on ghostwriting, period? I, I just think I just think there's a line and you can't cross it if you're a rapper and an MC. Now, if you're a musician, an artist, or a singer, do your thing. Yeah. But I feel like if you're like, hey, I'm a rapper, I'm an MC, then you have to write, you have to write your lyrics. Like, I mean, like, 80% is writing your lyrics? Yeah. 75% is writing your lyrics? Yeah. But, I mean, if it if it goes 50% or below, it's like, you got a ghostwriter, are you an MC still? I'm going to say no. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not hating. I'm just saying, like, me yeah, Not everybody's yeah. an MC. Not so. everyone's an MC. And, like, honestly, I've ghostwritten for people or, like, made suggestions. I feel like that's the best way to make art. But if it's like, hey, like, you're a rapper, like, you're saying I'm trying to be a rapper, like, this type rapper... Like, you got to write your own shit. Now, if you say, hey, man, I'm just an artist, I'm a musician, I just want to make good music. Oh, yeah. For cool. Sure. Like, do that. I'm not hating. I'm, I'm, shit, I'll help you out. I've written lyrics for people. Yeah. You know, people have, like, said, oh, like, like changing a word, okay, you're still rapping. That's still your shit. Or changing your cadence, like, that's fine, you know? But, like, I don't know if someone was just like, hey, Ernie, here's this song, do it. And I'm like, bet. And then I drop it as an Ernie track. I don't know if I could do that. I bring that up because I don't know if you're familiar with St. Uh, St. John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he talks about it. Um, I know he's he's written songs for Beyonce. He's written songs for our, uh, Usher. Yeah. Um, let, let, let's dwell on this conversation just a little bit. If you want to start, if you want to play the first track, Johnny. Usher, Kanye, uh, Beyonce. Uh, Which one of Beyonce joints? Uh, brown Skin Girl. How'd it go? Brown Skin Girl. <laughs> Your skin just like pearl. That's almost fire, by the way. Oh, yeah. Best thing in the world. I never trade you for anybody else. Brown skin girl. And then you Your hear. skin just like pearls. You're black against the world. I never trade you for anybody else. Brown skin girl. So, uh, someone like a Beyonce, right? Yeah. You could kind of see that. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like like uh even an Usher, I think what was the next was the next clip. I've only tried to write a Beyonce song one time. The one song I tried to write for Beyonce was Roses. Billion streams? Oh, by the way, yeah. I, I love Roses. Yeah. I'm glad he got to keep that. Yeah. Roses. That's about I'm a on these niggas like a rose. 
I hate that they use like the techno version. Like, cause the, I don't yeah. know if you heard the original one. Yeah, original fire. Fire. Yeah. I wrote a record for Usher. This is the one I was referring to. Here's the to. mathematics. 70 million streams. If I own 20% of the song or 25% of the song, and it did 70 million streams, and it's $3,000 per million stream, so it's 3,000 times 70. Okay. So $210,000, right? I get the time. But based on the royalty rate that Spotify pays the publishers, there's a fixed percentage on the publishing side. So that $210,000 that that song made, my take on that two hundred and ten, dollars my take home, was probably $1,500. Dang. If yeah. I'd have put that song out myself and only had 3 million streams, I'd have made $10,000. So... I feel like there should be more respect towards ghostwriting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a bag. And I'm not saying, like... It's a double-edged sword, really. Yeah. Um, I feel like for the ghostwriter, it mm. speaks volumes on your, the cadence of your talent. Yeah. yeah. We talked about Beyonce. We talked about Usher. Mm-hmm. Let's go into the obvious, right? Drake. Yeah. Who actually raps. Now, when we, when we talk about, like, ghostwriting, yeah, we know that The weekend primarily took care of... Uh, Take Care album that was, was that, that was, was all in the, the hands weekend. of the weekend, yeah. <laughs> which is okay because Take Care was definitely more on the R and B type of side. Definitely yeah. a lot of singing, definitely like the a lot of construction on the on on the song, but running through the six with my wow, like like <laughs> th- th- that's that's more on the rapping side. Yeah, why is it more? What's the risks of? Having a ghostwriter write basically a fire ass rap song. I, I mean, I think it's just a personal choice. I mean, cause like, like I've actually had this conversation with Roan. Like, like, okay, what do you want your career to be? What do you want your life to be? And eighty percent of my decisions are to further my career, get the bag, yeah, do things that will further my career. Yeah, some of them I don't like. Some of them it's just, hey, this is a business. This is a job. Now I'm going to do it. But the other 20% is to make me happy and fulfill me. Yeah. And I feel like the 80-20 rules in a lot of places in life where it's like, hey, that's that's how I operate. So I've made decisions that like, I'm like, this might not hold me back. This might not take me forward. But I want to be happy and fulfilled. So I'm making this decision. That's the 20%. Yeah. And I feel like using a ghostwriter for me right now at this point is probably that 20% is like, yo, this is fulfillment. This for me is for art. Now... Will that change in the future? Who knows? But like right now, it's like I'm gonna write my own shit. I'm gonna make my own songs. I take suggestions. I'll work. I'll co-write. I'll do that. But like I'm gonna do that shit. Would I ghostwrite for someone else? Oh, absolutely. I mean, so you're definitely the one, uh, an individual who primarily has to take control of the entire, uh, not the entirety, the majority of what you put out. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I mean, like. And I feel like a lot of up-and-comers are going to say the same thing. I mean, when you get to a certain level, okay, that might change. You might have labels. You might have more people. It's more money involved, whatever. But, I mean, and... You'd be surprised. I mean, you would re- really be surprised. I, I can see I think, it. I think a lot of people... Um, and this is not for me to talk down on any artist at all. Yeah. So, please do not take it as such. But I think the people who aren't as talented uh-huh. would definitely be like, all right, like... I. I just want to be in the spotlight. Definitely give me something that I that the people are going to jam to. Like, I, and I get that. And I and like it's just like that rapper in me, the hip hop in me. Maybe that's old school, you know. But I, if I was a singer, 
I would be completely different. Oh, yeah. Because. Yeah, write me a song, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, if I could sing, if I could sing like some of the homies I have, oh, my God. Right? It's it's always something like I, I've even told John, I've told him, I, I may have mentioned this on the podcast a couple of times. I, I, I have, I, I know I'm in a certain position. I have multiple talents. I'd give them all up. I'd sing. Yeah, for real. Every single time, Man, that's me too. Bro, I, would, I would wake up singing. Good morning, bro. Like yeah, just that, like like a goddamn Disney movie, yeah. bro. Put me on. And I'd be in like music reviews and like done like music community stuff, like discords and all that. And like the R and B singer, like the threshold of that is just way higher. Because like if you're gonna be R and B singer, you can already sing. Yeah. And then you have to learn how to sing and learn how to produce and record your stuff. But like that threshold is just is different. If I could sing, man, ooh. Oh, yeah, bro. Send me a song. I got you. <laughs> send, me, send me this. You got that beat? Oh, because we'd be putting out stuff like like crazy. Ernie, having you on the podcast is awesome. Getting to know you is even better. Yeah. Um, having the people at home getting to know you is is just a plus all, all, over, all over around. Appreciate it. Um, Johnny, how would you feel if Ernie joined us on uh, judging some of the local talent that we have here? We don't have any local talent. I just sent you one. Don't you have one? I just have one. <laughs> well, I, I I sent you one. How about we do two? So, Ernie, if you don't know, on this podcast, we uh we like to review some of the local talent that we have here. A lot of the, uh, some of the times, it's not even local artists. It's just people who hear the podcast and they submit someone. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either oh. it's someone someone submits a song that they know of a local artist, or it's a local artist promoting themselves. Either way, we get to hear some of the the talent that we have. Nice. Um, so we have what two tracks? Yeah, two. All right, first track. Uh, so the first one is called uh, "Fi" by I think it's Nye Santana. It's N Y and then Santana, so Nye Santana. So let's listen to that. I bet it's looking scary. <laughs> I know they're scared, but I've been doing this for too long. I'm always prepared. Round here to fuck with coke. I make it possible to kill my raunchy coat. Go get it, cause she a go get her. Talk shit, wanna walk in the room, all these niggas set up. Never had time to say it, talk about motherfuckers, and no one better than me. So I just hold my wrist up, they can't hold the brick up. So I stick to the level like crack on Friday. Oops, I pick the brick up. Cross any face, any nigga think he bigger than me. I'm on my own, dinner table, niggas ain't sitting with me. Big dogs, my pack, niggas shitting with me. No more work, niggas, girl, I kiss my pay feet. I kick shit, me, and my eyes on Bruce. I get high, but go low, I turn into Bruce. I ain't told no truth. Yeah, I spit that fire. I'm the shit, I'm lit, I'm fine. I'm a hit, never miss, I'm fine. Which is why you rule like I roll my fine. Yeah, 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 I spit that fire. I'm the shit, I'm lit, I'm fine. I'm a hit, never miss, I'm fine. Which is why you rule like I roll my fine. Uh, which is why you rule? Better for the concrete, niggas got a problem. Put on a concrete, like a real nigga, dot com, cause I'm that nigga, dot net. She the punk, dot com, see? I get mad, girls. You a bitch, nigga. Why you mad, girl? Chin up like Natalie on bad girls. Just want her to sit, lock it, throw it in the bag, girl. But she see I'm in my bag, bag. I'm like, you right, baby, they mad, mad. Not that 14, but kiss my ass, ass. I'm smoking on exotic, bitch, gas, gas. <laughs> All right, Ernie, because you're, you're here, you'll be the first one to rate it. Oh, you got me going first. Yeah, that's how we usually do it. <laughs> Jeez. Um... Out of ten, just be honest. You can say you can yeah. say a one, you can say a five, you can say a ten. Um, five being average. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give that a five. All right. Um, I mean, and I I tell a lot of artists this, like it's the mix is like the first thing you hear. Yeah. And like I feel like fans don't really can't uh, articulate that. 
But it's like, they'll be like, eh, I don't like it. Because you, because I can't, his vocals need to be turned up. And when he mixed that beat or whoever mixed that beat, it needs to, like, sound now, more like, clear. Like I, I, um, I've stated a couple of times, I try my best to ignore the mixing because a lot of these guys are, like, they, they, they're still kind of new. Yeah, they're, still, yeah. they're fairly new. Um, yeah, of course. Oh, you always want to get the best mixing and go okay. to an actual producer. Yeah. But we had one individual who actually did everything off the cell phone. Yeah. yeah. It sounded very well. So, so uh, okay, ignoring the mix, I mean, it, it's it's still a five. I mean, I think just his flow, um, you know, could be more precise with the beat. Yeah. Um, but I did like the hook, and the hook is memorable. But I think just with that verse and the flow, he could just tighten that up a little bit. But he was spitting some bars, the ones that like we could hear. But oh that, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. for that sure. Goes with the mix. What do you say, Johnny? I'll say five two. I like. I don't like the first verse. I felt like the first verse was like a, like he like forced that verse on there. Like it wasn't even like it didn't feel like it was part. You of You know that what beat. it felt like to me? It felt like oh I'm I'm I'm, I'm giving it a seven. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, like I said, I try my very very best to ignore some of the mixing. It sounds like he's fairly. Uh, new. I don't know how long he's been doing it. We no. don't know anything about this individual. So, like, it from from listening to music, it just sounds like he's he's in the beginning stages of yeah. making music. With that being said, um, it sounds like that was like his like his second or third verse, and he just swapped it around because he probably wanted. Because the second verse actually was a lot better. His, I was like, all right, this his actually second verse sounded good. like a yeah. like a first verse. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you gotta grab the people's attention. That's yeah, true. yeah. So, I, I, I've been I've been guilty of that. Like I like, oh man, I made this really good second verse, but I'm I, or this was intentionally supposed to be the second verse, but I'm just gonna make something up for the first verse so it could flow better. Like yeah. it, that's what it sounds like. Like I said, I've I've done music before, so like it, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you could testify. You make music as well. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like you just gotta find those pockets in the beat with the verse because I mean that's like. 70% of the battle. Yeah. It's like, okay, you find the pocket. Okay, I'm listening. And then it's like, all right, he's spinning bars. So he was spinning bars. I think it was pockets oh, yeah. with him. So we got two averages and a, a one uh, above average. I, I I enjoyed it. Like I said, I think I, I like the energy. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I the energy's there. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I could definitely see him doing more. He's, he just got to, I think he's got to tweak a few things. Yeah. But like I said, we don't know where this is at. But I, I think it's an overall, like, dope track. Like, yeah, I, definitely I feel, there's I feel potential like, by there. I feel like once he's into it more, I feel like he can be better oh, than sure. this or whatever. So, all right. Let yeah. me find the other song. <laughs> Next song. Okay. We, we've been dissing this artist for quite a while. And I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> right, J-Boy well, released something. Did, yeah, did he Jay, not? J-Boy just recently released something. We're just going to review it because it's just for fun. Uh, and because Ernie's here, yeah, hey, and Ernie's here, so I, he can I, rate him a bad I, rating. I, yeah. <laughs> I have met Jabo before. Up, <laughs> <laughs> He's not, we're not supposed to say it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I got to meet J Boy too, man. Very nice guy. Very uh, y'all, y'all matched energies. Yeah, that day. yeah. no, because he was at the can uh, I, podcast and PBR. Can as well. I tell a funny J Boy story? Oh, yeah, by go all ahead. Means. Yeah, go so, ahead. man, J Boy is funny. That's like my nephew for real. Yeah. But uh, I've known J Boy for years, and how I met the trend guys label we're both on is they used to have open mics at ampersand on 7th street and i knew like nobody like literally yeah. nobody in fort worth like literally found out about them because i went on a date and this girl's friend said yeah check them out anyway i pull up and i met jboy like two or three times and i was like oh what's up bro what up and he just gave me like the cocky musician yeah what's up bro what up? yeah <laughs> yeah yeah what's up bro and then 
it was some open mic. I think I freestyled. And this dude was like, bro, what is your name? Like, oh, my God, you're so fire. And I was like, this little asshole. I've had this man like three times. Like, Ernie, bro. And ever since then, like, we've just been like, like super tight, bro. It was so funny. And there's a couple people, like, I tell people, don't take it personally. Some people just take a minute to get you. And some people are like, yeah, I've met you before. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, it's going to take a minute. Yeah, like, it takes a couple like, of times. One, I be lit. And I meet a lot of people, but no. Uh, yeah, so I didn't take it personally, but like, we've been cool ever since. But that shit is funny. And I bust his balls every once in a while. Like, bro. <laughs> you was got like, to humble this man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I did the same thing at the event. I was like, did we review your song or something? <laughs> do, do we know you? And I just kept on doing that. He's like, man, you know who I am. <laughs> but all right. So the song is by J Boy for, for sure. And the song is called My Bad. Singers be digging, trying to find what I lack. I'm sorry, my bad. Top shelf sipping to the bottom of the glass. You don't like how I act, man, that's tough. Go kiss my ass. I'm sorry, my bad. I'm sorry, my bad. I am at the top of my craft. Singers be digging, trying to find what I lack. I'm sorry, my bad. Top shelf sipping to the bottom of the glass. You don't like how I act, man, that's tough. Go kiss my ass. I'm sorry, my bad. You know about it. Stunning on the bitches, talking shit about it. Everybody's saying Jay changed, but the only thing changed is the growth. What you know about it? Seek the private, know you all be seeing it. The only bags you got has got the green in it. Looking in my eyes, no surprise, all blush. I dollar signs, you know that I'm a fiend for it. Buzzing, buzzing, buzzing in the media. Everybody's saying, fuck the message, get greedier. Rap about the green, it'll only get easier. Easy does it, buddy, smoke it up and be superior. I speak about my past and get roasted. Speak about the shit I don't have and get posted. Preach about the crazy boss, I gotta get noticed. Fuck it, let me drop my humble side. Do you mind? Love me, you hate me, I'm killing it lately. I'm on the up and up daily. How you know mind? I'm ecstasy. My pheromones are fed me. Don't you even play with me. I'm a dead you in this game and there ain't nobody better than me. I pity the dude that sent to me and get smacked up. Confirming the kill, collect your tag and get it racked up. Dot your eyes and cross your teeth before you ever think about crossing me. It'll be lagless. Alright. <laughs> so, what do you think, Jay? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I remember he was on his Instagram and he showed off how uh, uh, AI made that beat. Yeah. Not Alan Iverson, but like... (laughs) 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 But I was like, I'm going to give it an 8, but it could have been a 10 if I was on a J. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to let you know that right now. It's called a remix. I I did tell him on, 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 on IG and I was like, I was like, uh, let me hop on that beat. And he was like, oh. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I told him, I'm, I'm nice on the mic, son. Hey, his manager's in the room. <laughs> hey, I said, hey. Hey. For real. Hey. It would have been a 10 if I was on it. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it a lot. Oh, like, um, But I'm also listening, since Jay actually does this, mm-hmm. like, as as you do as well, mm-hmm. I'm listening to, I'm listening to uh like writing i'm listening to um it's it it's a i i, I get to put him in a different category than our first contender just yeah. because like i know where jay's coming from yeah or jay boy um so i'm listening to like to me this beat is really sick but it's really hard to flow on yeah like, i, I can i can yeah. hear that a little bit yeah 
Um, but he does an amazing job on it. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it a eight point five. Let's give it an eight point five. Yeah. Ernie, what do you say? Yeah, no, I've heard that song a couple times. <laughs> but um yeah, no, it's an eight. Um, it's definitely I was talking about J Boy and his music. Like these this is a J Boy track because his production is nice. Oh yeah, for um, sure. I didn't even, like I didn't know he was a producer at first. Yeah. And then I found out I was like, man, he's yeah, he makes nice. like all of his own beats. I mean, like the majority. And like he talked about AI making a beat, like he made it, but he definitely had AI help with him, which yeah. was cool to see. Yeah, of course. Like, process. I don't think AI isn't there yet. Yeah, oh, like yeah, you're sure. de- definitely having some some kind of like. Uh, yeah, not Allen Iverson, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but AI is not there 100 percent of the way, yeah. so I could see. I could. I, I knew it was gonna be AI kind of helped in a in a way, but yeah. I could definitely see some. Just hearing it, it just sounds like there was it was in human hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah his beats are mad interesting. Um, J Boy has good flow. I mean, the bars were there. Um, it's an eight for sure. I mean, a, definitely a solid J Boy track. Um, I think he's got some dope stuff in the works too that you guys are gonna be like, oh shit. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a good track. I mean, he flowed on the beat. It was interesting, and he, that hook. I'm big on hooks, so like the hooks memorable, and it's a good track. Nice. Yeah. I'm gonna be hard on J Boy. <laughs> hey, be it. I'm gonna say a three. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'll just play hell. Nah, I'll say eight point five for real. Eight point five. Now, like, I, I like this flow and everything, and so, I liked how he sp- he did like the little faster rap at the at, almost at the end of his yeah. first verse. So yeah, I like it. Nice. All right. With that being said, Johnny, go ahead and walk us into the song of the week. Uh, Ernie, if you do not know, song of the week, we find a song. Actually, I have a question for you, Johnny. While uh, Ernie pulls up his song. Someone uh comment someone uh messaged me. I won't say who because I don't think it's important. No, I'm playing. <laughs> um someone asked, Do you consider your song of the weeks all tens? Dang. I re- <laughs> I replied as no. I yeah, played, I don't think I played all I played a couple of sevens. Played a couple of sevens? I played a couple of sevens. I cl- Damn. Definitely a couple of eights. Nines? N- nines and I think a lot of mine I tra- are I, nines. I, I feel like a lot of them I, the songs that I deem ten out of ten, Johnny. How, how do you how do you find your song of the week? We never ever talk about it. We just know like we like certain songs <laughs> and like it's put into the rotation that week. It's called Discover Weekly. <laughs> no, no, not Straight where up. you find your songs. Oh. I'm saying how. Wait, like, so you just you Discover Weekly? You pull your songs off Discover Weekly? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I do too. Oh, where? Stop giving out the fucking. <laughs> and it's no, like, Johnny. But the thing is, like, Johnny. it's off. Of, it's off of like. Because I might have a different Discover Weekly than you have. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be different for everybody. Damn. It just depends on what music you listen to. I guess that's, that's true. I listen to a lot of music, but I can't. I'm not on Discover Weekly that much. I don't do it every single week, but I do it mainly almost every week. Mm. I, I think mine's is just based off what I've been listening to that week. Yeah. Like, it's definitely a high rated song. Like, it's definitely the, the lowest rating I would give my songs of the week are definitely sevens and up. Um, but it's I, I wouldn't consider every song that I play every week a ten. You're not on ten? No, nah, I'm not on Damn. ten. I stay on ten. That was a pun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I knew that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Johnny, you got your song of the week. This is actually a local artist. Uh, I found him as a song recently. of the week. Yeah. What? Uh, I I found him. Discover recently. Weekly, huh? Well, My I ass. Discover <laughs> Weekly is like ma- where I, I, I mainly find people, but there has been people I find on like YouTube or something like that. I got you. I got you. I ain't, I ain't mad at it. You know. I ain't hey, mad at talk? it. TikTok. Yeah. TikToks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
All right. The artist's name is uh, Jay Vasquez. Uh, White Tees and Cortezes. Hmm. <laughs> Ron automatically looks him up. <laughs> <laughs> Seen him on that's the, a local artist yeah i seen yeah. him on the juice podcast but i didn't hear his music yet and then on tiktok it recommends like people that you may know mm-hmm. and i seen his video and i saw that saw him playing that song i was like dang this is actually really good wow yeah, yeah. and it's like four words so small and no one, yeah i'm like do i have mutuals oh i met this dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and no one submitted his music huh it's just we've Hey, hey, it's so good that I had to submit it myself. Well, all right. <laughs> hey, shoot. I fucks with it. Have y'all been to the mixers yet? No. No. Man, y'all should come out come out Tuesday. I'll see We've you finally been invited, Johnny. <laughs> finally. It, it took Ernie to fucking come to the house <laughs> and be like, no. Right. Hell yeah, I'm down. Yeah, right. You said on Tuesday though? Tuesday. Tuesday night. I get off of work early on Tuesday. I might have to try to set that up. Nope, sorry, can't do it. <laughs> I'm already gonna say, "Hey, Johnny's gonna try to leave early on Tuesday." <laughs> <laughs> Block him by all means. Yeah. <laughs> Ernie, what is your song of the week, bro? So my song of the week. Let me called? pull it up. Um, is a dude out of the DMV, Redville, has been killing it, and his song of his last EP, "Playing with Fire," Captain. This dude's dope. I mean, he's like 18, 19, selling out shows out of Maryland. Like he's he's going crazy. So Captain by Redville. The 
energy was amazing yeah. on that track. <laughs> yeah. Usually, I am not a big fan of too many things going on on the song. Yeah. This individual made it work, yeah. and I liked it. That, it, yeah. that energy is amazing. And if you want to find that song, ladies and gentlemen, you can find the playlist on Spotify exclusively. Just look up R.A.P. Playlist. Yep. Uh, I just I just submitted my song to you. Um, my my song is uh I try to kind of get some of the unknown songs, but this Black Boy JB song, bro, like it's been in my rotation this whole entire week. So I just had to make it the song of the week. Black Boy, yeah, okay, but yeah, Redville's nice. Yeah, I like I like that. All right, so the song is called "Like This" by Black Boy JB. Like a six tray. What's a do? Don't stop, keep going. Glizzy is 23, I caught him like a joy. Catch off in the streets, it's time for summer story. No more wrestling, baby girl, I'm facing Randy Orton. When you were in the point, nobody wasn't there for you. Now you get money, they acting like they care for you. Streets so fucked up. I can't let no niggas see me fucked up. You ain't getting money, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like that's It's a little different this week. I don't know what it was. It's just. I was playing it. It came out uh, my truck, and I was like, I don't know why <laughs> this is going to be the song of my Bro, week. I know you feel it in the truck. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Usually, I'm kind of I'm I'm more towards the moody songs for the song of the week. Like, yeah, yeah. like I like songs that put you in a certain type of mood. But this one was just like, all right, this one was definitely a vibe. Um. Thank you for coming out, bro. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this much. was definitely a get to know Ernie podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that you come back in the future. And now, yeah. now that we know who the fuck you are, <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll we'll have some musical conversations. Yeah, they'll be like, ah, and don't know if I can answer that one, gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely looking for those hard hitting questions. <laughs> nah, but uh, but uh, def- uh, definitely, you are welcome back. Yeah, whenever. Man, appreciate y'all, man. Oh. Appreciate the hospitality, and maybe next time I come back. I spit some raps on the RAP podcast. All right, we could do that. Mm. And we'll rate it from one to ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have an audience for that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Looking forward to for you coming back, man. It was great getting to know you, getting, yeah. getting to let, let the people know who you are. Yeah. Uh, how can how can we find you? Yeah, so I'm streaming everywhere, Spotify, Apple Music, um, title at It's Ernie, I-T-S-E-R-N-I-E. Uh, follow me on Instagram uh, and Twitter at I-T-S-E-R-N-I-E, then two underscores. Everywhere else, Facebook, threads, it's it's Ernie. Um, for the content, look up Crazy Bars I've Heard on Instagram, just all those words. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's everywhere, man. There's too many social media yeah. out there right now. <laughs> I'm so, I'm- um, July 29th is the Ernie Day show. Yeah. Tickets are available uh, through the link in my bio and my link tree. Um, cop a ticket. We have 
early bird tickets out right now. Those will be gone in a week or so. So definitely get those tickets while you can. All right. Podcast will be out just in time for them to know you can still get the early bird tickets. Yay. Uh, if you made it this far into the podcast, just know that we really fuck with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Like I said, it has been a huge pleasure having uh, Ernie here. It's just been a vibe. Thank you for jamming out with us. Thank you for coming out. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at J underscore workaholic. If you want to follow Johnny, go look uh, look him up at uh, for Johnny for G. For Johnny G. Yeah, huh? because one, two, and three are all occupied. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he also, my boy Johnny also went on uh, uh, the, the Fed, Fed podcast. Po- uh, great nice. podcast, by the way. Right. Shout out Appreciate to Sam. I, I know Sam's studio when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just realized I was never following. I think I was following him on Workaholics. And I never followed him on my personal page. And I was like, what the fuck? All right. <laughs> yeah. Add real quick. But great, great uh, energy. Great uh, uh, interview. Nice. Um, and definitely follow the RAP podcast if you yeah, aren't doing sure. so. What, yes. are you, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, if you're not <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're like, listening, we're like 23, we're 23 tracks in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and now that we got Ernie in the party, he's gonna be on one of my tracks coming in the future. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm scared yeah, it's gonna get like a zero, <laughs> it's gonna get a zero rating. Nah, <laughs> bro, we gonna slide like, Ernie was all right, but Jay, stay stick to podcast. <laughs> but Jay, boy, definitely, I'm still nice on a mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Hey, I think I believe that's everything. Thank yep. you, Ernie, for showing up. Hey, and I go by the name of Jay. This is Johnny, and this has been a wrap. Peace later. Ernie. Come to the show.